This is episode 4, Great Lettering Curation Resources. Welcome to the Hand Lettering Podcast. I'm Tan Love, hand lettering artist with a degree in art and design, and more than 10 years experience specialising in pencil illustrations. I write and create for letteringtutorial.com, a place to find tutorials, interviews, resources and more. Join me as I talk about all things lettering. Hello and welcome to episode 4 of the Hand Lettering Podcast. Thank you for joining me. Over the past three episodes, I've been slowly introducing different elements of lettering. So the first episode I introduced what hand lettering, brush lettering and calligraphy were. And then the last two episodes, I've talked a lot about different lettering tools that are great for getting started with. So I thought it was now time to introduce to you some different curation resources that can be really helpful as sources of inspiration to you. All of the curation resources I'm going to talk about in this episode can be found on Instagram. Some of them do have websites that you can go to as well, uh, but I think having them all on Instagram is really handy because you can just follow the ones that you like and then the lettering work will just automatically appear in your Instagram feed. You haven't got to go out your way to kind of find the work, if that makes sense. Obviously, if you have to go to a website to look at the work, you've kind of got to go out of your way sometimes then to do that, whereas with Instagram, it just appears. So it's really helpful, uh, especially if you're you you know you're feeling a bit stuck or uninspired with your lettering work. Uh, these resources that I'm going to talk about can be fantastic um, at getting those creative juices flowing again. You might have already come across some of these curation resources. Uh, you might not have discovered them all. I found that it's taken me probably sort of eight to ten months altogether to sort of come across all the ones I'm going to talk about uh, and that's quite a lot of time wasted really I could have done with discovering some of these kind of earlier on into my lettering journey that way then I you know I would have been getting great inspiration from pretty much day one um, but instead I've kind of had it in slow but gradual doses it's not not a bad thing necessarily though because I've obviously found other ways to get inspired, um, but I think it can be quite helpful to have a a nice fresh feed of lettering uh, on pretty much a daily basis, really, because you can learn a lot um, and, like I say, get really inspired from it and then apply things to your own lettering work. Hopefully, if you are looking for resources like this, this will speed things up for you. Um, If I give you my list of go-to places that I found really helpful uh, you can just go onto Instagram and just start following them all straight away so hopefully it'll save you a lot of time in the long run um, like I said time that I wish kind of I could get back slightly now um, but we learn from mistakes don't we <laughs> although this episode revolves around resources that are inspiring the episode will still follow the same pattern as the previous episodes which is by providing an inspiration section at the end too uh, so you should get double the dose (laughs) of inspiration from this episode Uh, so the inspiration section will include a featured lettering artist um, a featured piece of their work as well and then um, a quote that will hopefully inspire you if you're a little bit stuck for things to letter and also I will answer some of your questions too about lettering so that's how the episode will look 
going to get started with the curation resources now. So what I'd recommend is to either get your phone out at the ready with Instagram loaded up so you can search for these resources um, as I mention them or maybe get a notepad and a pencil or something so you can jot them down. They will also all be included in this episode's show notes too which you will be able to find at letteringtutorial.com forward slash hand lettering podcast four and that's a numerical number four not the word four um, otherwise if you just go to letteringtutorial.com and click on podcast in the menu you'll be able to access the show notes from there as well there'll be a list of all the episodes so these are in no particular order of favorites and um i i like them pretty much equally <laughs> they they all offer slightly different things some of them are kind of similar, I guess, uh, in the way um, that they feature lettering, uh, but most of the time they do pick different lettering to curate and show. Um, if you're not 100% sure what curation or curate means as well, it's generally just like um, showing work. So um, an art gallery curates work where they display it on the walls and they perhaps select different artists from a particular city or somewhere like that to show and curate um so hopefully that makes that a bit clearer if you were a little unsure of what that meant hand type is the first curation resource that i'm going to talk about so they can be found on instagram at hand underscore type not to be confused with another account uh, just called hand type uh, hand type without the underscore is uh, lettering by i believe just the one person i think uh, i don't think it's a collection of other people's lettering it just belongs to one artist uh, so i've got <laughs> i'm not trying to not make you follow the other the other hand type um they just don't provide a, a kind of a curation resource um so you're looking for hand underscore type um they've got a uh, quite a mixture of um, lettering that they curate it tends to be um more hand letters rather than um like a mixture of hand lettering and digitized lettering and it can range from anything from kind of one or two words to full length quotes, um, a bit of brush, illustrative hand lettering, uh, a little bit of calligraphy, not quite as much um, as brush or illustrative lettering. Uh, but there's some great lettering that pops up on that one. And so um, check them out. Next is the Instagram account, type everything. They can be found on Instagram at type everything, no underscores or anything like that. Uh, they've got a pretty big following actually, um, over 41,000. And they tend to show a mixture of hand lettering and digitized lettering, uh, possibly slightly more digitized than hand. Um, but again, it's all really inspiring stuff, um, a great variety. I certainly think it helps being able to see digitised work uh, because that's often the end product of a hand lettering piece uh, so you can pick up tips and things from just looking at other people's work. Um, a little bit of a slight vintage theme going on with some of the pieces that they show as well um, but again all round a good resource.
Moving on to 36 days of type, you can find them on Instagram at 36, which is numerical 36, followed by days of type, no underscores or dots or anything like that. Uh, these are actually, um, I see these, I think it's run by one guy if I remember rightly. Um, it's a, a great resource because every 36 days uh, the guy that runs it um, has a project going on so that you can submit letters of the alphabet for specific days and then they get reposted on uh, the 36 days of type Instagram account. So you can either just follow and see the great lettering that pops up and it's all different kinds of varieties as well. Or you can join in. Uh, you've got two options really there with it. Um, so that's a good one to look into. The Daily Type is another great curation resource. You can find them on Instagram at the Daily Type. No underscores or anything like that again. Um, again, I said them. I'm not quite sure who runs this one. Uh, you'll find a great mixture in the the feed of the daily type. There's quite a mixture, a little bit of digitised lettering, I think slightly more hand-lettered stuff. A lot of it looks, um, trying to think of the right word, a little bit rawer than some of the pieces you see. They, the pictures they seem to choose aren't always completely kind of polished, finished images. You often see a lot of tools included in the images. Um, which I think looks a bit more natural actually, which is quite nice. They claim to be the first um, collection of quality daily typography pictures. I'm not sure whether <laughs> that's accurate or not, possibly. Um, I think they've been around for a while because they've got uh, 277,000 followers, so um, they've got a huge following, so I'd imagine they probably have been around um, sort of the, the beginning really of lettering taking off a bit more. Another great resource for finding inspiring lettering is GoodType. You can find GoodType on Instagram at GoodType. And GoodType is run by Brooke, I think her surname is pronounced Boucherie. I really do apologise, Brooke, if I've got that wrong. I'm pretty sure you're from somewhere like Texas, aren't you? And I'm not. <laughs> so I do apologise for my pronunciations of certain names. I try. <laughs> um, Brooke provides a really great inspiring feed of letters. Uh, it's mostly uh, hand lettering. You do get a little bit of digitised stuff every now and then as well. A lot of it's quite elegant lettering and then you'll get something completely different, kind of more graphic design based or just a single um, kind of drop cap type letter or something like that. Uh, Brooke really kind of mixes it up with what she, um, she incorporates into the good type feed. It's always very good and high quality lettering um, and sometimes you'll see works in progress as well which not all of the other uh, resources include. Sometimes they just include a kind of a finished piece um, but you'll get a good mixture on the Good Type feed. And if you want to know a little bit more about um, how Good Type started, I've had the pleasure of uh, interviewing Brooke. So if you head on to letteringtutorial.com forward slash resources you can find a link to um, Brooke's Lettering Legend interview in there. Next up is Lettering Hub. You can find Lettering Hub on Instagram at Lettering Hub, no underscores or anything like that. 
I believe Lettering Hub is run by a lady called Eva, who's Australian. And I think Lettering Hub has been around about the same amount of time as um, Lettering Tutorial has. Kind of eight, nine months, something like that. I could be wrong. Um, I apologise either if I am. But I think we kind of seem to start up about the same sort of time. Uh, Lettering Hub offers similar things um, that Lettering Tutorial does. Uh, helpful posts and uh, things like, you know, where workshops are taking place and that sort of thing. Uh, but Lettering Hub actually also... Uh, does a bit of curating too. Um, I think Eva started something a while back where you could like hashtag, um, I think it's type spotting, so kind of cool lettering that you see out and about in Australia and well, all over the world really. Um, and then bits of those lettering have been kind of curated onto the Lettering Hub page. But there's other bits on here too. Uh, pieces by um, Colin Tierney, um, pieces from all over the world really. There is a lot of focus on Australian lettering work, so if you're from Australia, uh, definitely check Lettering Hub out if you haven't already come across it. Um, but there's also a lot of other lettering on display too, and you'll also get updates on when um, new blog posts and things like that have gone up on the Lettering Hub website. Next is Ligature Collective, and you can find Ligature Collective on Instagram at Ligature Collective. They've got a massive following again, 87,000 uh, just over, and their description says that they're a typography group. And again, they curate lots and lots and lots of different styles of lettering, uh, mostly hand lettering again, with a little bit of digitised work, and they're often... Um, putting up new work, a lot of kind of vintage stuff. There's a really huge variety in there. So they're definitely worth checking out. Moving on to surface type. Surface type can be found on Instagram at surface type. And they're quite an interesting one because they show lots and lots of different types of lettering on lots and lots of different types of surface. So it can range from anything from pumpkins to coffee cups to skateboards. There's pretty much anything that you can letter on and it's probably in their feed at some point. You can um, hashtag your own work with um, hashtag surface type and they might well share it um, so you can kind of participate in that one as well. Uh, so that's another great one to look into. Next is today's type. You can find them on Instagram at today's underscore type. They tend to focus I think a little more on kind of brush lettering, it seems to take up the majority um, of their feed. There's other, other lettering besides, but if you like brush lettering, then they're a good one to, to follow along with. Next up is Type Gang, and you can find them on Instagram at type.gang. They again have a huge following of over 100,000 people, so that's pretty impressive. Uh, they show a variety of lettering work again. Um, a lot of it tends to be quite long quotes. You get the odd shorter things or the, uh, just an odd letter here and there, but a lot of the stuff seems to be um, more than like a word or two, which is great for looking in and getting inspiration on those longer things. There's also a good mixture of digitised and just hand-lettered work as well. So. It's good all round, really. Type Matters is another great curation resource. You can find them on Instagram at type 
underscore matters. They have a feed of, I'd say it's mostly brush lettering. There is a good mixture of other stuff as well, but I'd perhaps say uh, maybe 70% of it is kind of brush style lettering. Uh, so again, if you really like brush lettering, they're a good one to follow, but don't rule them out if you're not that keen on brush lettering because they do show a lot of other styles as well. Next, there's Type Topia, which you can find on Instagram at Type Topia. So I think that's supposed to be kind of a play on Utopia. Yes, it is, because <laughs> the description says a typography utopia. <laughs> um, they tend to be more um, digitised, lettering based. Uh, I think there's possibly one or two kind of pencil um, or inked uh, examples of work in there, but most of it is um, the digitised kind of stage. Um, so that's good because not all places obviously show the digitised side or um, don't predominantly focus on the digitisation process in lettering. Um, so if you want to get some uh, great inspiration there, then they're a good one to follow along with. Moving on to typism. You can find typism on Instagram at typism. And typism is run by lettering artist Dominique Faller. Dominique, like Eva from Lettering Hub, is from Australia too, and she specialises in, uh, I think it's mostly in tactile typography and lettering. So if you're not sure what exactly that is, um, head on over to dominiquefowler.com um, and have a little look at her work, because um, that might give you a better idea. Uh, she also um, featured in an interview on Lettering Tutorial. She's one of Lettering Tutorial's lettering legends. Um, so if you want to find out a bit more about Dominique, um, head on over again to letteringtutorial.com forward slash resources and you'll be able to find Dominique's interview there. The typism feed is quite interesting actually. A lot of the lettering work that appears in it has been curated for the typism books. Uh, there's two books out now I believe, one and two. Um, a lot of it is just black and white colouring as well, which is, I think, a good way to display lettering. Um, I'm possibly a bit biased because most of lettering tutorial is now kind of black and white colouring. Um, but I think it just allows you to actually focus on the letter forms rather than get distracted by things like colour. Uh, so it's a great way to, um, to display lettering. There's also other elements too, though. Um, typism... Uh, host a lot of conferences and things like that. I think the aim is to bring lettering uh, to people in different ways. So, for example, through conferences and also through the typism books. Um, so you get a good mixture of um, different styles of lettering uh, created on there. I think they did um, a letterpress um, gallery uh, or show, something along those lines, quite recently. Um, an exhibition, that's the way I was looking for. Um, and um, there's obviously samples of lettering from that included that pop up on the Typism uh, Instagram feed. So Typism is definitely a good go-to resource for inspiration. So this one is the final curation resource that I'm going to talk about in this episode. And this one is Typespire. And you can find them on Instagram at Typespire. Uh, again, they've got a huge following, 186,000, which again is very impressive. And they claim to provide um, 
kind of curated work aimed at all levels of um, kind of lettering skill, which is always nice because sometimes you can get a bit uh, overwhelmed when you see lettering that's amazingly good and you're like, how do I do that? Um, so it's nice that there's a, a kind of a varied level of skill um, displayed within the work that they curate. Uh, there's also opportunities to get involved with projects that they um, run to, so that's um, another um, kind of avenue to Typespire. So these are just some of my favourite curation resources. I'm sure there's still more that I've yet to discover. Uh, there might be some that you've already found that I haven't. Um, if that's the case, feel free to share um, the ones that you love in the um, comments of the show notes because uh, it's really helpful for not only me but others listening as well. I'm going to move on now to the, the next section of the episode, which is the official kind of inspiration <laughs> section. So it's time for the, the double dose of inspiration. So this episode's quote... Um, it's a relatively short one this time around. The last couple I've done have been a little bit longer to kind of give you a bit of a challenge. This one, um, at the time of recording this, so if you're listening at some point in the, the future, um, it won't be, but at the moment it's getting quite close to Christmas. And this one seemed appropriate. It's not a Christmas quote, so um, you can letter it at any time throughout the year. Uh, but it seemed where, you know, Christmas is a time where we do think about our loved ones and think about the people that we care about. It seemed like a good, appropriate quote. So here it is. A loving heart is the truest wisdom. And that's by Charles Dickens. So I thought that was quite a nice warm quote for this time of year. And I think it's very applicable to this time of year, um, around kind of Christmas time. Uh, I think it's definitely nice, you know, to have people to care about. Uh, I think it's also important to consider those um, this time of year that don't have people around them. Um, I'm not going to list charities or anything like that off uh, because obviously you're listening from all corners of the world. <laughs> so some might, you know, might not specifically be relevant to you, but I do think it's always um, important to consider those um, that might be in need this time of year as well and that again places a bit of emphasis on that quote a loving heart so um, do keep that in mind this holiday season. In episode three I shared an Instagram account of a um, person who had been following along with all the quotes so far um, and lettering those and she's still up to date, um, lettered all three quotes so far of this series, so that's great. And I've got two more Instagram accounts for you to have a look at uh, this episode uh, to see some kind of newer examples of um, last episode's quote um, that have been lettered, so that's really nice to see. Uh, so you can have a look at um, Renata P. Lara's um, Instagram account, which is at... R-E-N-A-T-A-P-L-A-R-A -A -A. and uh, she's lettered the um, the latest quote prior to this one obviously <laughs> um, and there's also um, the Silver Fox Fineries um, Instagram account um, so you can find that on Instagram at Silver Fox Finery so that's S-I-L-B-E-R-F-O-X F-I-N-E-R-Y um, and that's uh, Kiara I think her name is pronounced. 
pretty sure that's <laughs> that's right. Um, and she's also done a nice calligraphy um, lettering of episode three's uh, quote. So have a look um, at both of those if you'd like to see um, other examples of what people have been doing um, with these inspirational quotes. Again, I will put links to um, all of this, the quote and the um, Instagram accounts to have a look at um, in the episode show notes. If you'd like to share any of the lettering you create from the quotes uh, that I give in the episodes of the Hand Lettering Podcast, you can do so a number of ways. You can either go on to facebook.com forward slash lettering tutorial and post your um, lettering to uh, my Facebook page there. Otherwise, uh, you can go on to Twitter um, at lettering tute and tag me there or Instagram at lettering tutorial um, and tag me there or um, comment me in um, anything that will draw my attention <laughs> to your lettering work. This episode's featured lettering artist is Risa Rodil. I think it's pronounced, it could be Risa Rodil. Um, Again, I really do apologise for my name pronunciations. <laughs> I'll get there one day. Um, so uh, Risa creates a lot of illustrative hand lettering and you can definitely get a lot of inspiration from her lettering. It's very creative and imaginative and you can find her work on Instagram at Risa Rodil. So that's R-I-S-A-R-O-D-I-L. And if you want inspiration for lettering long quotes or phrases, or you're looking to incorporate illustrations and objects into your lettering, Risa is an excellent artist to look at. A piece of work that she's lettered that I want to bring your attention to is um, made up of the words, a lot of life is about doing things that don't suck with people who don't suck. She created the piece of lettering for Project for Awesome 2015 and the actual piece is full of awesome and imagination. Um, I haven't actually looked in too much to what Project for Awesome is um, but I think if you go to projectforawesome.com you can find out more. Um, Risa incorporates a number of different illustrations into this lettering piece and has done something incredibly playful with the letter T on the word things, where there's kind of an arm coming out of the crossbar of the T, uh, holding up a camera, just really clever and well done. It's just a really great example, I think, of a long letter quote, because lettering long quotes in an illustrative style can be quite a challenge. Um, when you're just working all in one lettering style, it's not always too bad um, but when you're mixing different styles of lettering together it's kind of getting the right combination otherwise it can look a bit of a mess but uh, Risa's done a really great job at um, combining different styles together and incorporating illustrations with that too so definitely check out that piece of work I will put a link again to it and her um, Instagram account um, on the um, episode show notes so I'm going to wrap up things now with this episode and move on to the question and answer section. So James from the USA has asked, what is the best way to mask parts of letters when you colour them so the colours have crisp borders and do not bleed together? That's a great question, James. And it really does depend on what materials you're using, I think. 
Uh, if you're using pens, I think one of the most important things you can do is to um, experiment with ones to try and find some that don't bleed too much or experiment with the paper that you're drawing on. Uh, certain pens will bleed a lot more than others and the paper can make all the difference as well. If it's quite kind of a porous paper, the ink will soak in, just bleed, you know, straight through. Um, so that would be my main consideration there. If you're using colour pencils, uh, there's a couple of things that you can perhaps do. Um, you can colour an area and then you can get either artist fixing spray um, and then spray the lettering and that helps you kind of not sort of smudge the pencil um, out at all. Um, or you can actually cheat and use a kind of a strong um, hold hairspray which can be a cheater, uh, che <laughs> it is cheating, yes, <laughs> I mean say cheaper alternative um, and that again will help fix that colour into place uh, when using colour pencil um, and stop the edges from bleeding out. Uh, you can also again with colour pencil, I'd really, it really wouldn't work with um, colour pens, uh, you can use, and again this with paint as well if you are painting the edges of the letters in, you can use um, Masking tape, I don't know if it's known as masking tape worldwide, um, I will do my best to describe it and if it does go by another name in the US then uh, hopefully you'll know what I mean. Um, it's a kind of like creamy white coloured tape um, that's quite papery and it's not very very adhesive, it's what you use in decorating to like tape usually like the, the wood at the bottom of the wall or like between the wall and the ceiling so that you don't get paint places you shouldn't. Um, but you could cut pieces out of that to match the shape of your letters, place that on the edge and then either paint over that um, or colour over that so that your edges are really, really sharp. Um, so I hope that helps there and gives you a couple of tips to work with. The next question, well technically it's a, a set of questions, um, uh, sent in by Hayley from UAE and Hayley has asked, so I'll read out all uh, three, I think it's three questions first um, and then I'll address them uh, one after the other. So we've got, how long will it take to improve at calligraphy? Your favourite font for calligraphy is? And how do you make hand lettering look printed instead of coloured in? So those are some great questions. Um, so let's start with the first one. How long will it take to improve at calligraphy? That completely depends, Hayley, on how much you practice, really, um, and what you practice, I think. There's courses out there that um, kind of claim to help you improve your calligraphy greatly within 30 days, which isn't, I think, a bad amount of time, a month. You certainly won't be a calligraphy master by any means, um, but as long as you spend a couple of hours a day doing the practice, um, then it can speed up how good you get quite significantly. I think, I mean, I would say at a minimum you want to spend kind of half an hour to an hour a day at least, and try and do that five or six days a week to really sort of benefit initially. Um, a lot of what you, you kind of learn, you will master over time. Um, again, just by practicing and doing your own projects. I think it's also important, I mentioned this in 
I think it's last episode's Q&A, that it's very important to be invested in what you're practicing as well. If it's something that doesn't interest you very much, then you're not likely to excel as well as you could. If you choose uh, words or phrases in calligraphy that you um, have attachment to or that means something to you, um, you're more likely to actually progress better that way than just choosing random phrases or things to letter that mean absolutely nothing to you. Um, but there is no exact <laughs> um, number, unfortunately, on how long it will take. Um, it just does come down to the amount of time that, that you put in, really. The second thing that Hayley asked was, your favourite font for calligraphy is? Um, so that's a tricky one, and it's actually quite um, interesting to be asked. <laughs> Something like that um, that I like not that, um, like, how do you do something? Um, I would probably say I'm torn, actually, between modern calligraphy and dispensarian um, calligraphy style. I think those those are probably my favourites, and they're so completely different. I just love the freedom of modern calligraphy, but then I love the kind of elegant, precise letter forms of dispensarian style calligraphy um so that's really odd because those two things <laughs> are complete opposites um but yeah that's that's what i'd say to that one and then the final question was how do you make hand lettering look printed instead of colored in so that is a case of creating textures um within your lettering when you um when you kind of fill it in so instead of just point blank getting a pen and just colouring it over, you need to find ways to create textures and there's so 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 many different ways of doing that and experimenting. Uh, you could for example um, stipple the lettering, um, so that means um, just placing lots and lots and lots of little dots down and building up areas that are thicker with the dots and areas that are slightly patchy because that can give it kind of almost a stamped look. It can take a very, very long time, I warn you, um, and you need quite a fine tip pen to do that with, um, but that can give a really nice effect um, overall once the piece is finished. You can use, um, for example, you could get a small piece of sponge um, and dip that in um, ink and again, dab that in your lettering. Obviously if you've done quite fine hand lettering that might not work too well because a sponge could be a bit um, kind of cumbersome. Um, but if it is a, a bigger piece then that would work. Uh, just trying to think of some other things you can do. Um, charcoal, you can experiment with kind of charcoal pencils. You can um, kind of fill it in in charcoal pencil and then you can get bits of uh, cloth, um, different types as well like bits of um, denim and, and things just really experiment and kind of dab away at the charcoal and that will leave different and interesting textures that might end up looking printed. There's so much you can do, it's just a case of experimenting. I'd probably recommend just getting a few sheets of paper, getting some different bits to experiment with and rather than lettering something out just going straight all out on the paper and seeing what textures you can create. And then when the time comes, then you'll kind of have this little bank of things that you can draw from uh, when you want to create interesting and unique textures.
If you have any questions about anything hand lettering related at all that you'd like me to answer for you, please feel free to send them to ask at letteringtutorial.com. If you go to letteringtutorial.com and click on about, you'll be able to find the, um, the lettering tutorial email address at the bottom of that page as well. Uh, you can also um, comment on the show notes um, or leave a comment on Facebook or anywhere like that really. <laughs> uh, feel free to reach out um, wherever you can find me um, and ask anything you'd like to know. That brings me to the end of this episode. Thank you again so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. And again, I say it every episode, but I really do love getting your comments and feedback as well on what you think of the podcast. Uh, It really helps to inspire me and also helps me to shape episodes around uh, the things that you love the most. So um, do feedback to me. Um, I also um, ask each episode, If you've enjoyed it, if you could leave an honest review in either iTunes or Stitcher, um, because that again helps other people to find the podcast um, and your reviews help me to shape future episodes. Uh, So it's all around good for everybody. (laughs) As I mentioned a little earlier into the episode, Christmas is not too far upon us. it might not be if you're listening to this in the future at some point um however at the moment (laughs) it's not too far away so this episode will be the last of 2015 Uh, there will be um a new episode coming kind of around mid-january i think um so perhaps a week later than it usually would come out at the moment I'm releasing episodes every two weeks um, so it might be a little bit of a longer gap because um, my family will probably get offended if I lock myself in a room with a microphone for too long um, and not spend time with them <laughs> so um, I suppose I'd, I'd better be sociable um, so there'll be a slightly longer gap um, but I will be back with you um, early next year and I really can't wait to see what the next year has to bring thanks again for listening and have fun lettering over the next few weeks. Uh, Bye for now.